Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gavin. With me tonight, I have got Keith. Um, we're going to talk about Jordan Henderson. We're going to talk about Nat Phillips. We're going to talk about a couple of clubs in the Premier League and anything else that comes in on the chat, Keith. Are you all right with that? We might read some stuff out. Very good. Yeah? You happy yeah. With that? Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, right, um, before we get going... Um, Hit the like button. Loads of you watching last night didn't hit the like button. And trust me, it helps us keep all of this stuff free. Genuinely, it helps us keep it free. So please hit the like button if you're watching. If you like if you like it, hit the like button. Subscribe. Put on the bell icon, all that sort of stuff. Because the more you do to help us, we can keep more and more of this going and for free at the same time. So it really, really does help. The link is in the description for our charity. If you want to donate there, we're only three grand short of our 20 grand target. So donate if you can. If you can't, share it. We, we, that's all we say. Share it wherever you possibly can. Get over the 20 grand. Happy days for the 12 girls running the Dublin Marathon. And then we move on to another charity. That's how we roll. Um, Keith, loads to talk about. Ta- yeah. Loads and loads to talk about. But I'm going to start with one possible outgoing at Liverpool and it's... Um, not Phillips. Um, linked to Leeds a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking to Joe Wayman a couple of weeks ago. Uh, no, sorry, he came to me and said, 
this looks like a runner. He said, I think we're offering seven and a half. You're looking for ten. Do you think they'll meet somewhere in the middle around eight and a half? I said, Joe, I don't know because they seem to hold on to Nat Phillips and they've let Reese Williams yeah. go on loan. And they always seem to hold on to this fifth centre half um, because of, they got born a couple of years ago on centre halves. So I don't really know, Joe. It went away and it's come back again. Um, I was talking to Joe again today and Joe was like, no, I think this is actually a runner. But it doesn't seem a huge deal, Keith. You know, 8 million quid. He's on, I think you said 70 grand a week or something. But it's, it's yeah. 8 million quid. It is the fifth centre-half, really, at the club, all right? But while it doesn't feel huge, is it a little pointer to where we might be looking at things? Because I think even if he goes, Liverpool bring in a centre-back because he seemed determined on five centre-backs now. Yeah, I think it's one of them that... Uh, Nat Phillips is about 25, is he? 26, 25 or 26. He's, he's not young. Yeah, he's not, he's not the youngest. He's not young. He, he's very late. Coming into the team, you still think of him as a young player, and he's not. He's he's sort of in his mid twenties, older than than Trent and all. But you know, from the club's point of view, Gav, I think yeah, it's great to hold on to these players, and he is English as well. He is homegrown, and people hate talking about that. But he's a homegrown player, and if Liverpool are willing to sanction the sale of another homegrown player, they may be looking at Sepp Vandenberg qualifying as a homegrown player and coming in. To the squad to take that fifth centre back role, people will go bleeding ape shit about that. But we don't know. You know, we really don't know. People get annoyed about the the fact that Liverpool will try to offload a few players before they do anything else. Look, it's the nature of the beast, and I think you just have to accept that this is the way it, this is the way it happens. But I think this could finally be the time when Nat Phillips does move on, and I think he will end up going to Leeds. I think it's a good move for him, and I think it's a good move for Leeds as well. I think he's an excellent centre back. Like I really do rate him very, very highly. In certain maybe not for what we want to do. Yeah, maybe not for what we want to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not in a Liverpool team. But in a team that's in the championship now, that will possibly still like who's their manager actually? Um, Daniel Fark, isn't it? Fark, got it. Yeah, Fark. Yeah, Decent he'll get them manager. back up. He'll get them back up, yeah. and then he'd be sacked because to be in the relegation zone. That's how we were. Yeah, exactly. That that's his modus operandi. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Phillips would be a good centre back for them. I think he's he's good. He has experience, and I think it's a good move for him. And I think seven and a half, eight and a half million. I think that's fair for Liverpool. He does. He's not. He's not part of the plans. He's only kept around as an insurance policy. I think we would accept something. Maybe, as you say, a, a meet in the middle, eight and a half million pounds. The more we can get, the better. We turned down big money from before, but you know, I think now. It's it's for his own benefit that he has to go and play. He's not going to play for us, you know. He's not going to mm. figure for us. And if he is, then we have big problems again. And I think Liverpool need to start future proofing and and having players there that they not that they can't rely on that Phillips. He never really lets you down, but that you're willing, they're willing, you're willing to building for yeah, 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 that you're you're building the future for you know. So look, let's see what happens there. Watch this space. But I really like that Phillips piece. Mm. Um. Kev says the Phillips one confuses me because of homegrown. Kev loves the homegrown gear. Yeah. Uh, I can't see how all this balances out. It's not it's not about the who now. Um great band, the who. Key, do you like the who? Love them, yeah. My kids yeah. love them as well. Yeah. Big fan Is that true choice or just you demand it? I they be on, on the radio because I listen to um Nova and all so you always get a right. bit of the who on that and I'd say to them, Who's that? And they go, Who? 
And I go, yeah. And they're like, what? what? And they melt their head. Oh, they right, fucking okay. hate it. So they just did like, their own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well yeah, I'd say they what? hate them, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe not into the music, you know what I mean? <laughs> Laszlo um, says the club won't snooker themselves regarding home ground. There is clearly a plan. You exactly. see, the plan behind all this is if you bring in um, Levi Caldwell, and then there's just no issue. Do you know what I mean? But that's that's for, probably for another day. Maybe we'll have a chat about it later. Yeah. Um, look, Nat Phillips, I think, will go. I think it's his time to go. I think he's, they've held on to him and Reese Williams to a lesser extent a bit too much for me. Where And I know they're worried. Um, I know they're worried. And they were born a couple of years ago. So... They always keep one around, and if if something slightly goes wrong, one of them is pulled off long, pulled back off long. Reese Williams has happened to, so look, we'll have to wait and see with regards to what happens there. But I think it'd be a good move for Nat Phillips. I think Leeds will be looking to challenge in the championship next season. It's a good, it's a good level. He'd be at. They'll pay him well, um, and they'll be looking to get back into the into the Premier League. So, um, if you and I think they could do it. They could do it. Centre back, Louis Kim. You know, they've got Liam Cooper there. That'll probably stick around. Pascal Strike is okay, but then the others like Robin Cock and the other fella, the Spanish lad that went on loan, like they'll probably lose them. You know what I mean? So Phillips is a good sort of centerpiece for them to build a defense around, in my opinion. Yeah, and look, it could be something that moves in the next. You say it could move in the next week or two, or the next week or the next couple of days, and it might do. But then the longer it goes on, you're probably sitting here going, we're probably sitting here on transfer deadline day going, I wonder if Phillips is going to go to Leeds. You know, sort of like, cause that's usually how it goes. One day um, be starting for Liverpool the next day. <laughs> yeah, come here, pre-season is, is back on the way, big time now, loads and loads. Of, most of, if not, are all the players back? Most of them are. No, they, well, they, the Cortis and all, they get... Yeah, they wouldn't be back, but Bar, Bar Cortis, it looks like most, most, if not all of them are back. Bar the lads um, from the under-21s. Um, have you been enjoying... All the snippets yeah. and the bits and pieces. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Mo Salah wins the, wins the... What's it called, Keith? I don't... The... <laughs> is it the l- lactate... Lactate it? test. What did you call it before? The one where you milk the nipples. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. La- yeah. Is that not lactating? I don't know. I don't know. Someone in the chat will tell us. I'm afraid to say it. The, yeah, the, yeah. The lactating uh, test. Yeah, someone will tell us. Someone will tell. Sorry, somebody's pointed out there's more pillows on um, my sofa than there was last night. Yes, there is, because um, my daughter has this thing for pillows and takes them from her room and puts them in the, in, into this room. So, um, Lawrence keep watching. Well and bound there. I don't know. Like, there's just pillows appearing from everywhere, Keith. There was no pillows in that two days ago. I don't know where they're coming nah, from. And I'm not progress. asking. I'm not asking, yeah. Keith. It's none of my business. That's it. Um, yeah. lactate no, pa- the lactate test says Paul Giovanni and actually else has the lactate test. But, um, yeah, you were you were milking nipples a while ago. You were calling yeah. us something else, but yeah. um, but Mo Salah's winning that. Um, had, no surprise. Know, no, James James Milner. Uh, James Milner's not there, but um, lots of clips of um, Damo Damo Salah's like absolutely yeah. tearing around the bleeding pitch. Players couldn't. Damo's a bleeding, yeah. Bit of an animal on the running, isn't he? Yeah, I like it. I like that. But what a show is it? In all seriousness. What I love about these little videos and snippets is you do see little things like that. You know what I mean? You see players in an environment that they're only new. So was Loy and McAllister and new in, and you love watching them integrating and how the players welcome them in. But you see the reaction of some of the players to Domo going around, laden. He's just strutting around, and the boys are laden hanging on, and it's just good to see the reactions. I think they're. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're gonna settle in nicely and, and what you get when you hear about Sabas Lloyd, right? So 
I think most people will put their hands up and say they haven't seen that much of them, seen bits of them, like, but they haven't seen them week in, week out, and we'd sort of be lying if we said we did. But yeah, you sign a player like that and you think, oh, is he going to be putting in the run and is he going to be putting in the graft? And from what you're hearing and then when you're seeing it there, it sort of allays those, not that we necessarily had those fears, but I think for some people it would allay the fears that he's a, a show pony, do you know what I mean? A number 10 that won't put the graft in. Because I've seen that mentioned about him and McAllister and it blows me mind because McAllister's a blade and McAllister goes and wins a World Cup by being a fucking facilitator. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think these lads will fit in nicely, but I'm enjoying looking at them doing these uh, little sessions and even just hanging around the, the club, you know, in the first couple of days. It's great to see them. And I'll tell you what, I'm leading the light of Trent got his haircut as well. Never liked that blading that we had. I felt like the light of Samson he was. Yeah, but um, there's a bang of 90 and 20 off that haircut, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there is a yeah. bang of 90 and 20 yeah. off that. And maybe... Um, someone did ask him about the haircut and he said look it's back um, we're back and we're better so um, listen uh, a lot of people watching that stuff will be will be bang up for it you know um, yeah. and as soon as that starts um, a lot of people in the chat are referencing Dave OC Cop um, yeah. latest tweet I don't know what the latest tweet is like for fuck's sake um, do you want to know what it is what is it so this morning Hendo was leaning towards going to Saudi Arabia this then morning. it broke that he's not and Dave OC Cops tweet is that he is going to Saudi Arabia about 15 minutes ago so it looks like he's gone according to one fella on Twitter I don't think there's any sources but people in the chat might might confirm if there is sources but okay Um, apparently uh, O'Shea McGrinchy says apparently um, he's having crunch talks with Klopp tomorrow Henderson as he's unsure on his place in the squad well he's definitely sure of a place in the squad yeah, um, but what we don't want to see happening is, you know, number one, if Hendo isn't happy there to to play the role of a Milner, let's say, not necessarily Milner, because Milner played very few minutes, but to, to take a back step, he may look for a new challenge, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to see Liverpool bending over to accommodate him as such, because I think, I think naturally you have to evolve and you have to progress. And I don't think you do that by keeping the 33-year-old lads that look like they're on the dip by guaranteeing them games, you know. But look, it'll be interesting to see. It's a lot of like, a lot of shekels to go over there, in fairness. The money that's getting mentioned for a player of his age, I don't know, what was he, 32, 33? 32, yeah. We, we're going yeah, to we, get into him in a, in a big way in a minute. minute yeah. um, Sean P. Casey says, if I kept my golf clubs in the front room, my wife would kill me. Sean, you have to understand something about this house. It's been upended over the last three or four weeks. It's continuing to be upended. So there's stuff in rooms that shouldn't be in rooms. Um, and it will settle down, hopefully, in the next three or four weeks, and I'll get my house back to the way it was. But um, at the moment, there's work going on. So it's literally, it's either that or in the back of the car, and I don't, I never leave my golf clubs in the car, ever. Um, n- never. So um, that's just where we are. Um, let me see. Um Jordan Henderson, let's get into it ah, because I feel this could go on for another half an hour um, where we talk about this and then we can just say, right, that's enough and we get out of here, right? But Jordan Henderson was linked a couple of weeks ago with a move to right, to Stephen Gerrard's club in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And it, it was kind of there and then it was gone. You know, I think it was really around the 24 hours after Gerrard had agreed to take the job. So we're probably looking at 10 days ago. El Al Etifak 
have offered Jordan Henderson 700 grand a week. Um, Dominic King has just tweeted, okay? Um, let me see. And Jason says, Dominic King tweeting he's offered 700 grand a week. Hard to turn down as a squad player. He owes us nothing, right? There's so many angles to this, Keith, So yeah. let's go through it. Gerard gets this job, at, um, and I'm going to have to read that again. I'm only, Al Etifak, okay? Yeah. Um, Gerard gets the job, and immediately the links are there. He wants Jordan Henderson. He wants Jordan Henderson to come and join him in this club. It was there for about 24, 40 hours max, and then it was gone. You know, Jordan Henderson turns back up then at training last... Was the last tour? Well, he did, He turned up on Tuesday, didn't he? Tuesday. But um, you, he, there was pictures of him doing his own kind of intensive training before he met back up at Liverpool, and everyone's like, Jesus, this fucker's ripped. You know, um, he looks like he's absolutely ready to go. Then it comes back um, today very strongly. Um, that Al Edifak are still after this player. Gerard still wants him. This seven hundred grand is now coming out live as we speak. Um, there was reports that Jordan Henderson was had a decision to make. Then somebody came out and said, "No, he's not going anywhere. Um, he's not going anywhere. He's staying with Liverpool because a he wants to stay with Liverpool and b he wants to get into the Euro squad next summer with England." Um, Ronald Moore is there saying it's thirty six and a half million pounds a year. Um. <laughs> And uh, Project 5AM says it should be up to Henderson to decide. Absolutely. The only person that should decide Jordan Henderson's future is Jordan Henderson, really. But <clears throat> from a Liverpool point of view, right, or your point of view, whatever way you want to take this, because what do you think Liverpool should be looking to do with Jordan Henderson? If someone comes in and offers 40 million quid for him, do you t- look, I think you take it, a 40 million quid. Look, it's not... The- like, are we talking like Sean Casey's here saying 25 million quid? Oh, you think that's even ambitious? <clears throat> well, if you're willing to pay someone 700 grand a week, you must value them. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, well, so, but well, you see, you see, I this is my argument, right? And we'll, we'll, we'll take this as a jumping off point. Liverpool, okay, have lost three midfielders, right? They've lost Milner, and you know culture setters people that set standards and, and when you say that immediately people are like well he doesn't do it on the fucking pitch whatever there's so much more to it being a Liverpool player and a Liverpool captain too being on the pitch is huge but everything else you do and, and look we've seen documentaries on Henderson and everything on how the players talk about him and what he does for you know what he what he does for, for everyone around him people at the club charity work that comes up he was huge during Covid so there is so much more to it and I think that can be kind of you know, just brushed away. I forget about that. You know, this is on the pitch is where it's at. But what he does off the pitch and others, but what he does off the pitch can lead to affect people on the pitch. If you get me, you know, if if lads are going out there and going, look, our, our captain fucking stood up for us all week with regards to this something internal in the club. We're going to go out the weekend. We're going to give it everything for the captain and to show that yeah, we are right to do whatever it might be. Right, it could be anything. But I think I think from a Liverpool point of view, to lose Jordan Henderson this summer, even though I think it's widely acknowledged that he may have to drop down the, the rungs or the, the ranks within the midfield, or maybe w- one rank, maybe. I think it's, I think it's, it, it would start to look a bit like poor planning again around midfield. You've done, you've done some good work bringing in two players, you're looking to bring in more, but losing the experience of Milner and then losing the experience of Henderson, I don't underrate them, don't underrate the experience, you know what I mean? I think it feels a bit like Bad planning. Liverpool caught on the hop. Where where do you want it? 
with regards to the from the club point of view, what what do you think the club should be looking to do? Because it's easy, it's it's hard. Sorry, it's hard to say, you know, to diff, to make a decision between what he brings to us, but we're never getting offered twenty five million again from. Do we take that yeah. and put it off somebody else where we can move on a bit quicker than than we expected to? I suppose. Yeah, I think you know you have to be looking to replace him. So first off. Well, first off, I think it's up to Jordan Henderson, as whoever was that had said that, Project 5am, I think it said that. I think it's up to Jordan Henderson what he wants to do. At the end of the day, we are 32, 33, and you're being offered, what, 30 million a year for one or two years. You know, you're setting your family up for life there, and I think it's a very, very big decision for him and his family to make. Um, it's, it's a curveball with the, the Saudi league because... We can all sort of pontificate and say it's this, it's that, it's terrible for football, it's brutal. And I, I do, I think they're, I think they're going to kill football. But we then have Liverpool fans that are like, yeah, come in and buy all their shit and Deadwood and give us loads of money for it. And I'm not saying Jordan Henderson is in that. I'm just saying, you know, people would have, you know, the older players that were trying to move on. You'd hope they'd come in for Matip and Thiago and Hendo and all that. And these are all big, important players. So you can't just play FIFA and say, right, give us the money for them and we'll replace them. You know, we've seen someone there saying, Quisado, I love Quisado, he's one of my favourite players. You're losing the leadership of Henderson and Milner and people hate that, but you're losing that culture setting for a, a younger player. It's very hard to replace that. It's very hard to get that in. You need others then to step in and be the culture setters. Mm. So who do you look at in the squad to do that? Mo Salah? Well, I mean, I'd say Saudi Arabia will be after him like a fucking hot snot next year as well. Andy Robertson, people want him out of the team now because we want a left-sided centre-back that can go in and play as part of a tree. You know, so it's it's not as easy as just saying, yeah, let's get rid of him. In saying that, I think we need to start future future planning and future proofing. And while I'm delighted with Sabozloy and McAllister, I think one of the older players maybe should go but only if we're signing a, a adequate replacement now you're not going to get a like for like player you're not going to get a leader you're not going to get a town setter and a culture setter but if you can get a player that can go in there and make liverpool a functioning mobile midfield again because that's what we when we were at our best that's what we had you know and that's what even before Jurgen Klopp, when brendan rogers was there in 13 14 the impact that henderson himself had when he he misses the end of the, the game against Chelsea because of the red card against C. He was important. You know what I mean? He was so important because he was functioning and he done the business. And people think you need to have a Kevin De Bruyne. You don't need to have a Kevin De Bruyne. Man City have Kevin De Bruyne. They're lucky they have that. They can afford to do that. Liverpool under Klopp were building their teams where their fullbacks and their wingers and forwards were the main players and the midfield were the facilitators. And while we may see a change in formation, I still think we'll, Klopp would just love to get someone in there who can be sensible and can run that midfield. It'll be very interesting to see what they do. But I think, I think Henderson should get the say on whether he wants to go or not. He will, I, he will, he will get the I say. I don't like. think... Yeah, but I, I think you'd be lucky to get 20 million from him, to be honest. But, like, but I, I don't think they're offering people, big transfer fees. But people are in the chat here going, look, he's, he's, he's 32, right? He's 32 or 33. Um... He has two years left on his deal, so it's not like he's running out. Of deal. It's not yeah. last year of deal. So Liverpool are in a position where they can go. Listen, Jordan, 
you can go, but we want 40 to 50 million for you. If this is what these people are all paying, that's the way it goes. Like players, and he should be able to decide, and I'm going to go on to him deciding in a minute, right? But swing it the other way, because look, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I think the way we're trying to do this midfield is correct this season, providing we bring in one more midfielder, right? Yeah. I think if we bring in one more midfielder, and then you can do your centre-half or we we talked that loads, right? But... I've spoke. I've also spoken about next year. I think you're looking at Thiago Henderson, Fabinho, right? Yeah. And you're talking about people standing up. Well, they'll have to stand up. Allison, Trent, uh, Van Dijk, Canate to yeah. an extent. Definitely Robertson. I like. I have Robertson very, very high up on a possible next Liverpool captain in my eyes. That's yeah. just me, right? Um. But then you. But then you look for that. You have. You have to. Fabinho will have to stand up. The two new lads will have to stand up. Nunes. Diaz, name them all. They all, with something a little bit to prove. Do you know the sort of way? They all have to stand up, and, and they, I hope they will as a team. And the, and the management around them has to do that as well. Yeah. So they're swinging on its head a little bit. If you like, Put it this way. Last week, there was rumour of Thiago going for £25 million to Saudi Arabia, and people were like, oh yeah, I'd let him go. There's only a year left in his deal. I'd let him go um, and bring someone else in, right? I was of the opinion, no, you don't let him go. If, if what you have here, bring in one more, you're absolutely airtight. I think you're fine, right? But if it's not Thiago, if you play, replace Thiago with Henderson, who only has an extra year left in his deal, is older than Thiago at 25 million, does it make much sense to not want, or want Thiago gone at 25 million, but not Henderson? Because all you're really, all you're really thrown between them two is the off-pitch stuff. And I I completely see the off pitch stuff, and I I value it massively. But you're just gonna have to share that workload out between whoever is left there and whoever takes over the job as captain. That's the job of Liverpool captain, Keith. So yeah, there is a there's a very valuable val, valid argument to say that Henderson is dropping down the the pecking order a little bit because we always thought he'd see our contract and he'd have to drop drop that down like Milner. But if we're getting twelve twenty five to plus million at us, financially it makes sense. Financially it makes absolute sense. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think, you know, well the club might look for money for them, I don't think they'll be actively shopping them. You know what I mean? They it'll be a case of look, we you want to go, we understand that there's a there's a lot of dough on offer over there, but we're not willing to sort of just give you away either. You know what I mean? You've done great gear for us, but you know, you're going to the blade and this league over here where the money is just getting thrown out willy nilly. We're not gonna be the club that gives our players away to this when we don't have to. So let's find an agreement and everybody's a winner, everybody's happy. But if you compare him with Thiago, let's say, and if you think about it right now, I value Jordan Henderson as a player, but I think is is I'm hearing a lot of stuff that he'll be still be a valuable vital first 11 player next season when he does play in the first 11 and i have to say i didn't see much of it last season i seen a player who looked to be steadily declining and couldn't do what he was being asked to do maybe couldn't do what he's done before so we'll probably have to change his game if you said to me would you rather you're playing against a city or a chelsea or something like that would you rather have jordan henderson playing or would you rather have thiago i'd rather have thiago do you know what I mean? I'd rather have Thiago in a game for what he offers because I still think he can impact 
The problem with Thiago is he's just more of a luxury player and he's injured too much. But if you're just putting him in, dotting him in here, here and there for games, I'd rather have the impact of a Thiago in there than a Henderson. I love Henderson. I love Thiago. I love Fabinho. Do you know what I mean? But I just think you have to, you have to start trying to get money when money is being offered for some of these players. It's been the course of Liverpool for so long that we've let players that could have got money for wind down contracts. So whether it be Thiago, whether it be Henderson, whether it be Joe Matip, if you get offers for them, you have to think about it. And um, it'll just be interesting to see what Liverpool decide to do because. You know, is Kev going on about another homegrown thing there? Well, he says yeah. he says you can replace Thiago with any non-homegrown player. There's plenty out there. But homegrown 22-plus years old English players aren't what that common to come in. You're looking at the likes of Gallagher, George, um, James Ward-Prowse, Willock, and they'll be all big money. You know, and like I know look, we slag Kev for going constantly on about the homegrown stuff, but, but it does feel like you know, going back to the Nat Phillips stuff, if you let Nat Phillips and Jordan Henderson go, then you're probably going to have to sign someone under the age of 22 to come in to replace Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Um, See, that's, that's why the, the Romeo Lavia and the Levi Caldwell links are very, very, they're very, they make a lot of sense in this context. You know what I mean? But I don't know how realistic they are. That's the, that's the problem I have with them. Yeah. Look, it's like at the moment, Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago, Bojcetic, McAllister, Elliot, Sabazloy, Jones. Am I missing anybody there? Trent. Well, no, midfield. Yeah, Trent. I know you like that the whole idea, but I mean, I, I don't think I'm missing. I think that's eight, and I, I'd like one more, and that's nine. But then again, you, you're making a lot of... Like, somebody said to me on Twitter today, um, does, is there any balance in this argument? Because like most people are like, oh, don't let him go under any circumstances. And a lot of people are like, just get rid of my fucking hate. Like, there's one fella on the internet like wanting one-legged Paul Pogba over Jordan Henderson. Well, get, oh, get, tell yeah, you what to yeah, do. Yeah, tie, one, tie one leg behind Paul Pogba's back and put him on the pitch and see if you would like him more than yeah. Henderson. And I know it's only figure of speech, but come on. Jo- Paul Pogba played one league game for Juventus last season. One. Yeah. Well, do you know what I mean? That's saying that... Um, you know, that, that, you know, laughing at people saying, oh, well, he'd be gone in two years and the joke will be on you. Like, these absolute psychopaths are there waiting to attack Liverpool fans when Jordan Henderson eventually does leave the club. Whether it be this summer, whether it be in two years, because they've been hanging on to this for so long. Well, Jordan Henderson has spent the last decade hoovering up trophies, you know what I mean? And being a model professional, being a model player, on the pitch, off the pitch, outside of Liverpool, you know, in the Premier League circles and in European circles, he is revered. But these cabbages think that he's he's an absolute liability. You can't. You can't, no, I think. I, I think. Taken serious if you attack him like that. You have to be like we're realistic in the sense that we we like Henderson, but we can say that he's he's on the way. No, I I really I really like Henderson. Like Emma Cavanaugh says, we five new homegrown players this season. Jones, Sepp van der Berg, Glatzel, and a couple of others. So you can actually add them into your squad. But where Kev comes from, this is that, yeah, it's already registered them in your squad. But how how, how often are they going to play in the case of Sepp van der Berg, Glatzel, and others? Where players that you really want to play, like a Jordan Henderson replacement, would have to be under 22 and would have to come in. And then it's an awful lot of pressure. But I think there's valid arguments. Like, sorry, I said I, said I was going to have a very balanced discussion about this at 10 o'clock. And the guy, Andy is his name on Twitter. It's not Andy, but Randy. And I went, yeah, it's very possible to have a balanced discussion because, like, 
it's okay to love Henderson for what he's done. It's okay to continue loving Henderson as he is now. It's okay to look at Henderson and go, his age, his performances over the last year anyway. You know, and people, when you say a year, people go, what about 18 months ago? Stop it. You know what I mean? Every, like, over the last year, I think you've seen um, a decline in him, right? Um, and that's that's fine. He's running around with Liverpool for 12 years and most under Jurgen Klopp where it's absolutely mad stuff he has to do. But I think there's a fairly balanced debate over keeping him or getting rid of him. Keeping yeah. him. I think is nearly to help oversee the revolution of this midfield. And people will go, why would Jordan Henderson want to do that? Because Jordan Henderson's been a captain at Liverpool for eight years now. He's played at Liverpool for 12. He loves everything about the club. And he he knows in his own heart that he's coming towards the back end of his career. And he might want to help Liverpool over the next year to go, yeah, let's put this in place. And I'm I'm happy to help. And then I can go, still get a contract somewhere and still play. That's the argument from Liverpool. And keeping him, and he may well play games. There may well be games where you go, do you know what? I, I'm going to leave Sobers though. Yeah, with his, he's a bit too attacking for this game. I'm going to put Henderson in, be solid, and you've options all the time off the bench, which is great. But then there is the argument where I think we need one more midfielder. If you, but if you get the money for Henderson, you kind of go, you're not getting 25 million in two years. You have to weigh up the yeah. financial side of it, and then of course what Henderson wants to do. Um. Uh, Ornstein is par- apparently reporting this now. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's going right. But just touching on Henderson making the decision, and it goes back to um, uh, Project Five AM on in the chat earlier. Said it should be up to Jordan Henderson. Okay, how does this look for Jordan Henderson? Because Jordan Henderson, um, I think he was excellent during COVID, and do you remember there was yeah. cuts? That you know he was. They were giving money to the NHS and they were giving all sorts of stuff. And then, of course, he stood up massively coming up to Qatar with regards to different things. He, he, you know, he doesn't seem a massive fan of regimes in the, in the Middle East and stuff like that. How does it fall onto him? Because, like, as much as people love him and respect him and are grateful for what he's done, would he look a would he look a bit hypocritical if he's Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson that's done all this in the face of what goes on in the, in these countries and stuff, and then turns up in one of these countries for an absolute shed load of money, or is it Jordan Henderson where you go, listen, he's thirty three, you know, he's on his last contract at Liverpool. I don't think he get an extension, and he's been offered seven hundred grand a week, you know, to go over there for a year or two, walk come home here with seventy million quid in his pocket. At 35 years of age and not have to worry a day in his life for him, his kids, their kids, and probably their kids after that. Yeah, he is hypocritical. Do you know what I mean? If he signs over there, he is hypocritical, but you have to look at it and say, you know, let's look, let's move it to a golf context. Something you follow a lot was the live thing, right? And mm-hmm. people only talk about live, right? But Rory McElroy was, you know, the spokesperson for the PGA. Yeah. He was the one saying, no, you don't do that. Yeah. And then they get the blade and rope pulled out from underneath them. And absolutely pulled like out from underneath them. Yeah. He's made to look like a bit of a tit. Well, all these lads went over, got the cheddar, and then they're all in the one gang again. And they're all earning a blade and fortune. I know he's at the top end of it as well. But, you know, you can, you can have your opinions on these things and say you're against them. And when I say he's a hypocrite, Jordan Henderson, I can say you would be hypocritical to go and do that. But you have to caveat that with what you said. It's totally true. 
he'd be getting offered 700 grand a week to Which play in Saudi Arabia for two years with Steven hey, Gerrard. And this is where and the balance comes. Else comes there. And you have to take that into consideration because we can sit here and we can say, oh no, I wouldn't do that. I would sell my soul for a five grand pay rise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but so, this, is where the, this is where the balance comes from. Um, Like, you can, you can have, I think there's very, very good arguments on any Liverpool fan wanting Jordan Henderson to go or stay. I think there's very valid arguments in the club wanting Jordan Henderson to go or stay. And there's very valid arguments both in footballing and non-football reasons why Jordan Henderson would want to go or stay. It's all how you perceive them. You know, um, Tom says Henderson leaning towards accepting a life-changing Al Etifak offer. 33-year-old set to decide imminently would quadruple his Liverpool wages if Henderson approves. Club will immediately hold the talks on the deal. Um, We've seen something there as well. Sorry, Gav, for coming across you. That the Saudi deals, like, they don't pay for a blade thing when they're over there either. Do you know what I mean? So they're yeah. earning this and everything is subsidized. They're put up as guests. Like yeah. yeah, so they're not even paying. No <coughs> the canteen is subsidized like now, is it? Yeah, 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 you're, getting, you're, getting your, you're getting your full English for like 250 yeah, instead of a fiver. Yeah. They get a free leap card and all that for travel. But, you know, when you think it, it's not only the wages. Like, he would literally, it's like when lads go off working on oil rigs in the 80s or whatever, when the ones that weren't locked up. They go off for six months and they just earn a fortune, can't spend it, come back with loads of dogs. So it's not only yeah. a salary that he'd be getting. He would literally not be spending a bean over there. And it's it's absolute life altering. Even for a multimillionaire, yeah. this is life altering money. But this is, this, like, don't get me wrong, Jordan Henderson is earning probably seven million a year at Liverpool, somewhere yeah. like that, right? You're just saying there, he'd be earning 2.8 million a month. Do you know what I mean? He goes over three months and he's earning a year's wages. Like, um, John Culler feels that Jordan may have lost his fire. He's won everything. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't he go and get the money? He might want to retire early. Lazo says he was at the forefront of the Rainbow Laces campaign. Homosexuality is illegal in Saudi. Square that away, Jordan. He's already massively wealthy. You see, that you're going to get these varying views on him. Um, yeah, and that's fair enough. That's fine. I, I, yeah, I, I get that, but... Someone else said there, like, you know, um, it, it'd, be, it'd be just fish and chip paper. You know what I mean? Sean P. K. said he will, but people will not remember this in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Um, but but you know what's interesting to me as well? If Jordan Henderson, this hasn't just popped up this morning, Jordan Henderson, so I don't want to go there. This, if, if it's going on, it's going on a little while, probably two weeks. Are you surprised to see Jordan Henderson torn back up in front of the cameras and, you know, Liverpool have him in front of the cameras greeting all his teammates having the laugh blah 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 blah. when this is going on in the background because would the sensible thing to have done was just have him a minimal amount of him there because there's a big thing made him torn up and having the things on his on his chest and while he's getting measured and all the lads it was a big snippet there and he's having a great time and he looks so happy when he turns back up does that make you does that make you feel a bit weird or has it happened that quick? Because I don't think it's happened that quick. Because I don't think it can happen. It's life-changing money, Keith, but it's also a massive change in life. Unless he's willing to go over there with tears and not bring his family with him. And I can't see him doing that. No. If he surprised, I wouldn't, actually, it wouldn't surprise me if players decided to do that. You know, if, if wives and kids are like, I'm not moving over there. The kids are in school. We're not going to Saudi Arabia. Fuck off. You do it. Didn't really do that 
Then Rooney go to America and is he over in America now and, and the wife's dead at home or whatever. So maybe Not sure now, maybe when he went over a force, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's something that they do and say, Look, this is gonna be like seventy million for two years, like I'm yeah. going. Yeah. You stay here if you want, but I have to go. And I I, I think it's in the works, but I think maybe the Gerard thing, the fact that it's the team that Stephen Gerard is going to, and I can see why Gerard would identify having a player like Henderson there. Number one, he's English. Uh, he's a player he knows, he's a player he respects. I could see why Gerard would push for that. Um it, it, I don't think it's all kicking off today. I think the the videos of him coming back in, I think that just shows the sort of human side of of Liverpool within the club, you know what I mean? Like, it's Jurgen Klopp will always, you know, players are there. You even see players when they come back from loan, or you know, players that are maybe don't you don't think have a future, and they still get treated like one of the group, you know. So it's a hard one. I wouldn't have not put them into the the videos or the the pictures or that. I just think he's still the club captain. There's nothing decided yet. You put him in, and if anything happens, if anything changes. So be it, you know what I mean. But now it's it's just let's see what happens and watch this space let's, because let's it cannot be a case of him going and nothing being done. So I think. Well, I was going to ask. That was my next question. The club have their their horns and fires all over the place, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a bit of movement on outs and then a quick one getting done in. Well, I'm thinking wrong, I'll have you. Right. Well, that that's my next question because, like I said, Fabinho Henderson, Thiago Bojcetic. McAllister, Elliot, Slobbers, Lyon, Jones. And yes, I have got this written down in front of me because I keep forgetting one of them when I'm calling them out, right? If he was to go, did Liverpool need two? Did he need two? Mm. No, I don't. He currently sit there with eight. He currently sit with eight. Does eight feel like a a nice enough number and all that? I think, right, it's very hard to predict fitness levels of players, right? Sobersloy and McAllister, you would hope, and look, you can always fucking hope, but you never know what will happen, that they will be fit and they'll be able to play. Other than them, there's question marks over all the all of the others. So there is sort of that, unless you're looking at Trent as a midfield player. And I don't think you can rule out Trent playing an awful lot in midfield. To the extent that it might be hybrid this year, but it'll be permanent, I think, going forward. I think they're going to phase him out with the hybrid shoot as the year goes on. So I think he'll be part of the midfield equation. If we play with the box um, formation, who knows? More than likely, we could end up with 4-3-3 as usual, and then you're like, what are we doing? We don't have the players for this. Then you're back to trying that right back. But if Henderson was to go, I think you bring in one. And if you're bringing in one that's got a good fitness record and... I don't know what Romeo Lavia's fitness record is over his career, but he seemed available and fit last year. So if you bring him in and you've got the other two new lads in there, and then you're looking at using a Curtis Jones and a Fabinho and Thiago if he sticks around, and then you can use Harvey Elliott, because I think Harvey Elliott will still feature a fair bit, especially if we keep that box midfield. I think you've got enough bodies there, but it's famous last words, and we've been bored by this before. So Kevin, Kevin Ball says, let's not do this numbers argument again. Have we not learned lessons? I'm with him. I'm with him because I, when we were talking, I was talking to Dom last night on the show from the Road End Pod, and he was saying I'd like to see maybe. No, he was he, he was he was all right with a midfielder coming in, but he was more leaning towards a centre back if he were to do one. And I, my argument was you, you can do both, and 
he was asking why, and I was saying, well, simply because if one or both of the two sons don't absolutely hit the ground running, right, or pick up a little injury, or there's loads of ifs, buts, and maybes, but you're basically looking at the same infield as you had last year, and we were not happy with that, Keith. No. We were not happy with it. And there's no, the fact that you, you won't be happy with that midfield if, you know, Sobosloy misses six games and you have to bring someone in and you're going to go, ah, yeah, but like, you know, we have them there and look, them lads as backup. Yeah, they were backup last season and, and they didn't work. And it's a mixture of things. I think it's it's injury, it's form, it's age, it's experience, it's it's the weight on, on players, especially Jones, Elliot Bojcetic. It you know what I mean, Keith? This is why I think one is absolutely needed. You know what I mean? We have to turn them into backups in different ways. Not backups where you go, oh, they can play 10, 15 on the spin. Backups when you go, he's a young lad and we're going to put him in this game, but we're going to take him out and put him in for 30 the next game and he might do 60 that game. Not fucking Harvey Elliott, but you go out and play 20 games in a row for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not fair on him. And that's where I think we definitely need one more in now. And I think if Henry goes, we need two. And then you're looking at a massive turnover in midfield. Massive turnover in midfield this summer. But I always said it, this season has to be a bigger turnover than next in midfield. Yeah, oh, 100%. And, you know, you look at it now and you'd say, the younger players that we have, you can see sticking around, right? The new players we brought in, you can see sticking around. If you look at Trent as a future midfielder, he's sticking around. So you look at Henderson, you look at Fabinho, you look at Thiago. Thiago's out of contract next summer. So we know he's gone next summer. Henderson could leave this summer. So you have to do something around that. I think you have to do something around that. But I think I think if you do one this summer, or what I think could happen, right? What I think could happen is I think they bring in one in the summer and possibly look at one in January. And somebody mentioned Kone in there earlier on. I wouldn't be surprised if something like that, you know, see how his injury thing goes. I think they're gonna bring I I always felt there was gonna be a massive overhaul of the, the midfield. But I didn't expect to see Thiago and Jordan linked with the outs. Just on the fact that, you know, Oxide-Chamberlain, Keita, um, Milner, Arthur Mello, like him or not, he was part of our fucking midfield last season. Didn't do one, but he was part of the nine or ten that we had. Right? So they all live, but the, rea- the reality was they, they played football minutes. Do you know what I mean? And then you throw Henderson into that equation, and while he played minutes, I think everybody sort of well fans sort of foresaw that his minutes would be cut this year so do you need to replace him with do you need to replace sort of too many more too many more i think one would do it if they sold henderson i really do i think yeah sean pierce i know here i know Kone's out pal um that's why i don't think i think they've killed down on him do you know what i mean i think it'll be well let me read, let, let me let me read it this way there. let me read it this way if henderson leaves the club Right, pick a midfielder to come in. Just pick one. Love you. Love you. Okay. All right. So you will be then have right. Fabinho, Lavia, Thiago, Bojcetic, McAllister, Elliot, Sabas, Lloyd Jones. Yeah. Right. Now, Lavia is still very young. Season in the Premier League. Yeah. Still very young. All I'm saying is, and look, I know. This can come across a bit of a weak argument at times. Like, oh, well, like, you know, if me, if me auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. You know, if, if if these three that have come in don't work, who's to say they won't work? But all I'm saying is, is that 
I just I look at the rest. I look at the rest now. I look at Fabinho. I look at Thiago, and I'm not overconfident on form or fitness. Right. I look at Bojetic, Elliot, and Jones. Right. Jones maybe to a lesser extent, but definitely Bojetic and Elliot. Where I go, them lads should be making twenty five appearances each next season. All comes twenty five to thirty. Right. Jones. So I just think it looks a bit light. And I and I and I'm, go, I'm not going on just oh I'm, he's not my flavour of the month anymore. Fabinho bar ten games at the end of last season was horrific, horrific, yeah, terrible. terrible. And Thiago actually averages thirty games a season for Liverpool, oh. right? But if you lose a Milner and you lose a Henderson, not not for impact games, but um, experience and know how. Losing Thiago for a a, a lump of games. I just think is a massive fucking thing for Liverpool. With with with, with not having a Henderson or, or Milner there where you go, they're dependable, they're always fit. They mightn't do the job everyone the, the glittery Hollywood job everyone wants, but they're there and they're dependable. Like if Fabian like I just feel like I just think we're loading maybe too much on Bychetic, Elliot, and maybe Jones. I just think we could end up loading too much on them. And I think that's where we might struggle. So, <coughs> but, but if, that's, but that's if you tell me, well, that's because we've been burned too many yeah, times. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. But if you tell me that, look, we're bringing in Lavia for Henderson, and we're also doing one more, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it because I think numbers wise we're stronger, more reliable, you know, um, exciting. The, you lower the age of that midfield, okay. And the, the whole off-the-pitch stuff, I think, is huge, and it shouldn't be written off in what Jordan Henderson does, and I've said this multiple times in the last hour. It shouldn't be written off. But that's the time where, when you're in transition, where all the players I mentioned earlier have to turn up, and you go, you're either going to lead here, or you'll be the next one out the fucking door. That's where we are now. You, it's Because it's, it's easy to stand up when we're winning things. You know, we're great, look at these boys, and it's a bit like the management stuff. When we're winning things, all that management group are amazing. When we're not winning stuff, you're picking on one, and that's fucking it, you know what I mean? Um, But I just think we need one, and I think if Henderson goes, you need two. And and it's, it's I'm, going, I'm going on evidence right in front of us. I'm going on the evidence we've seen right in front of us, and I'm going on the age of some of them lads that could have really harmed them last season. The amount of games oh, yeah. you had to play and the amount of Harvey pressure you were going on. Yeah, so that's, that's where I think... played so many games, you know. Now, Dylan O'Rourke's trying to lift that movie. He said, straight into the suicidal dogfight. Yeah. The problem with, we don't that, need with that is... It's, yeah, fuck's sake. <laughs> We'd be bleeding, chomping at the bit for that. Yeah, competing with the wages. And it's where Liverpool... That's where I feel Liverpool walk away from deals, is when the wages get crazy. When you're talking astronomical the sort of money that Chelsea and Man City do offer and let's be honest now Arsenal look to be going down that route as well fair play to them if they feel they can sustain that that's fair enough but I don't think Liverpool will be going into three four hundred thousand a week for a no, player anybody. that's 22 years old that's earning no. three grand a week currently you know I don't think they'll do it I don't think they'll do it for anybody all right I don't think they'll do that I think Liverpool look and I think history has shown us that you know for every Caicedo, there's a Gakpo who is on probably 20 grand. For every yeah. uh, Enzo Fernandez, I'll just throw another player I like on the Chelsea big money. There's a, a Luis Diaz that's probably earning 25 grand. You know, and I think you just have to you have to think about that with Liverpool. And I know people don't like it. It's not air money, blah, blah, blah. But I think Liverpool would look at deals for players that are about to make that leap rather than 
throw too much money at a player that's still got a lot to prove. But I love Caicedo. Love him. Absolutely. Yeah. Would think he would be ideal for us. If we could get Caicedo, I'd sell Henderson and that I'd be happy with that. If you told me that we got a straight swap Caicedo in Henderson now, we wouldn't need a second one after that. That's that job. But that, 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 that knocks Lavia out the window. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I take him because he, I think, is more ready-made to go yeah. into that first team. Yeah. With Alexis McAllister, with Dominic Savazloy, and that's your midfield. Do you know what I mean? I think he would be ready-made to go in there, whereas I think Lavia is more of a project. He's only 19. He's not much older than yeah. than Stefan Wojcetic. You know what I mean? He doesn't of... have that much more experience than Stefan Wojcetic. So you've got a lot of players in that. And I think if you're looking at a 22-year-old in Presedo, IPL. And that's why I think the problem well, is. Well, a lot of the chat there are saying he's made comments about Chelsea. Garmax has said, so he said, has said he only wants Chelsea. Um, but I think I think the whole point behind this is, is that I'm okay if you're playing Sobersley in that position where Henderson plays and Elliot is his backup. I'm okay with that because he's a backup and he can come in and play different games, Europa League, or he can come on for league game, different league games. What I'm saying is that Lavia looks an amazing talent. Like anyone I've spoken to that I've watched him and said he's an amazing talent. But I'm actually more comfortable if you went down that route of a Soisado. No, I'm not saying him in particular, but somebody where you come in and you go, he's gone, but I'm bringing someone in the six. I'm bringing someone in, in that can play in that six position because we, we're okay in those two eights. I think we're okay there. You know what I mean? And that's where I think it might happen, and that's why you might end with two. But it might be the case where they go, like you said, they sell Henderson, they bring in a Lavia, they're fine with that, they bring in a centre-back, they've spent big on a centre-back, and that's what's done. Time will tell on it. Time will tell on it. Um, but, look, we're going to have to wait and see what happens with Jordan Henderson. There's a lot of stuff coming out tonight. We'll probably, yeah, we'll it's probably all right now, Yeah, we'll probably all head off and read. I won't. i just get off and go, yeah, I'll find out in the morning. No, yeah. I mean, I'll, we'll I'm, sure, I'm sure Henderson yeah. will message me when he makes his decision. Um, look, hit the like button if you can. There's... F- Four or five hundred people watching here, 150 likes. Hitting the like button really, really helps us genuinely. So if you can do that, that that'd be absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. like, I thought, that was, I thought that was quite balanced. Do you? Yeah, I think it is because like we we sort of make no bounds about that we like Jordan Henderson, but I think we can still say, look, we can know, see the merits. The we can see the merits from both the player and club side yeah. in, them, in them staying or leaving. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, exactly. And you have to do that. You have to be able to. In any argument, I think you have to be as balanced as you can. Otherwise, you just become too blatant way up again. You don't see the wood from the trees. And you see too many people dying on hills that you're like, no need to die on. I think, I think the one, like, we talk about what it could do for our squad and what we need to do to cover his, you know, his departure and stuff like that. Um, I think the big, I think the, the the biggest thing in this is um the biggest thing in this is probably how Jordan Henderson um passes this off if he does it. Yeah. You know what I mean? David exactly. said I was expecting a rant from you, Gav. No, you won't get a rant from me on it because look, come here. I could go and read people that are dying on Jordan Henderson Hills for fucking nine on a decade. I could, but if I'm forty one fucking years of age. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can tell you when Jordan Henderson has a great game, a good game, and a shy game. And there's a m- big mixture of them over the whatever amount of years, right? Um, yeah. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's shy every week when he's not. But I'm not going to tell you he's brilliant every week when he's not. Do you know exactly. the sort of way? I think when I sat down here and thought about it today, I thought to myself, yeah, I can kind of see both arguments from the club and player 
to go or stay. There's a little bit of, um, you know, the club probably being a bit, what's the word I'm looking for? Selfish. And maybe want to keep him because they want to use him in a certain way while they blood something in and maybe he doesn't want to be part of that because yeah. he wants Thank to be, play a higher level of football or more football. So, look, it's one of those um, where we wait and see what happens. Um, we'll see what comes to pass. And all we can hope that is... Um, now, now all we can hope is that if he does live, we adjust properly and quickly. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't, we still go on to the midfield anyway. Because um, that's it. Paul Giovanni says, Ornstein upon the hand was leaning towards the move based on the cash being offered. I am all in on leaving now, says Jonathan. LFC could turn this into an opportunity. Um, Paul Gormley says, Hendo's been arguably our best captain. Hard to follow Gerard, but the lads won the lot. He's been a brilliant captain for Liverpool. Yeah, like, outstanding. I, I, come here, I'm not going to even have the argument over it. He's been a brilliant captain for Liverpool. Whether yeah. you like or dislike him. Um, the whole package as a captain, I think he's been um, absolutely brilliant. I did see something today, like this is a PR spin from Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Jordan Henderson, like, honestly... Jordan Henderson isn't sitting at home going, do you know what I'll do? I'll PR spin the fuck out of this that I'm getting offered massive money in Saudi Arabia because the word Saudi Arabia immediately damages Jordan Henderson. So, like, I don't know like, what to say to that. Um, it looks like, I think it's more of El Afitak, is that what the name? Afitak. Um, and and Stephen Jarrett deciding 33, offering him a load of money, we'll get him here. And remember, all these players have been brought over there to push them for a World Cup. That's yeah. that's what it's all about. Um, Key to sports watching. Yeah, Megan. Megan ho- hopes that Henderson stays. He's a massive presence in um, in the dressing room and stuff like that. He is um, saying now that uh, Gaz says it's being reported now that he has accepted a deal to go. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Sas Copley says if you disliked Henderson, you're a tit. Uh, grew into a great captain. Says Project Five AM. That's that's you know what that's perfect. He did yeah. grow into a great captain because. He came out of Gerrard and so fucking hard. One of the hardest progressions in, in the history of Liverpool, I think, going being captain. And I think yeah. from the time he took it, I think I think Klopp coming in and just the whole freshness around, I think, made him. I think if he'd have went if he'd have went another year under the likes of Rogers or someone different to Klopp, he it may not have worked out right or the way it did. But listen, you just hold your hand up and say, Yeah, he's been a very good captain for Liverpool. Um the PR spun him leaving two years ago to let go so we could get better wages as Ashley. Now, yeah, I can I can kind of get on board with that, all right? Though there was no quotes ever from anyone and Jordan Henderson's camp to say that, right? But what I would say is, even if you believe that, and I'll go along with that, I'll go along with that, the let go stuff, but he couldn't pick a worse fucking country to PR spin about here, especially given his past with regards to yeah. things that are illegal in that country. Makes no sense. Makes absolutely no sense. Um so, Cracky hit the nail on the head and when he said like that's up to Henderson to square that off. That's that's you know, if he do if he goes down that path, that's his you know, I won't be defending it and I won't be bleeding hmm. justifying it. You know, if he chooses to do it, that's yeah. on him, let him do it. I'd still respect him for what he's done for us and what he's done as a captain and a player for Liverpool over the last twelve years. Yeah. Whatever he decides to do now, that's, that's up, to, up him. to him. Yeah, up to him. Um, Dylan O'Rourke says I don't see us offering him a new deal with bigger wages. No, we're not going to do that. Oh, fuck's sake, no, no, we're not going to do that. Um, um, and O'Shane says there, there is reports that Henderson has accepted the offer. 
um, this is moving fast. So we, we wait and see. Um, are people lying in the chat? Zantwango, hand those poo pooed yesterday. Um, this was all knocked on the head earlier on the day that he wouldn't be gone anyway. Um, but look, we wait and see. Um, I'm, I'm, we're not, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, speculate that stuff is done and we don't know if it's done. Hit the like button though. Um, make sure to do that in your way. Out. Keith, anything else before we go? Can I tell you something though before I, before you answer? Yeah. Been listening to the Creedence Clearwater this week. Oh, I love Creedence. Holy oh, Jesus, the elite. What's your favourite song? Oh, I don't know. They're all deadly. I don't even know the names of them. They just. Yeah, do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? I was listening to. Um, do you know when you throw on like a, an artist? I was listening, whatever, and it kind of gets to the end of that playlist, and it just starts playing random shit after that. Yeah. And this song came on. I was like, I like that song. I like that song. And who was that? And I knew who it was. Just coming out and I looked in Creedence Clearwater. <clears throat> and then about three days later, more because I'm a fucker for putting stuff on, especially when I'm walking. And it just gets to the end of the album or the playlist, and it just I don't hit the button to refresh it, the same playlist again. Let's just go and play. I can listen to anything. Like Dolly Parent could come on, anything could come oh, on. Yeah, playlist, right? But this another song come on, I went, Who was that? I looked down Creedence Clearwater. So I end up listening to them for about two days solid. That music is just a fucking business, isn't it? Yeah. Long as I can see the light is my favourite. I'll yeah, that that's my favourite one. That's that's the business. But they're all great. Creedence, I believe, brilliant. Um, they're, a t- they're a type of band that you put on, you don't know who they are, and then you listen and you go, geez, I didn't know they sang that one, didn't know they sang yeah. that one. I believe deadly. I love that sort of sort of southerny rock. You would like Leonard Skinner and the likes, if anyone's yeah. into Skinner, then they think of um, Sweet Home Alabama. Now they have some great stuff as well. Yeah. Give them a listen. But uh, yeah, I love Fortunate son, there's Thor dyslexic. Carmax says, can Keith recommend a good Lionel Richie album to start with? Yeah, all of them, yeah. <laughs> Anything over the Commodores, <laughs> just throw it on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Lash on Creedence Clearwater. Do you know what came on yeah. earlier? I stuck her on Twitter as well. Endless Summer by um, Scooter. Come on. Yeah, today. What a belt. It's good summer stuff. And then yeah, someone replied to me. Honest. Someone replied to me with uh, San Francisco by Punchinella, which is an yeah. absolute... Banger. You go down um, the little warm holes. Oh, you go down the 90s dance warm hole. It's exceptional. Gorilla, sort of yeah, Trans Wave. But um, yeah. two songs for you tonight. Stick on a bit of Creedence Clearwater. And ty- you won't get it on Spotify, I don't think. But if you type in San Francisco, yeah. um, Punchinella into YouTube, into YouTube yeah. and just lash the speakers up, wake the whole gaff because it's one of the best dance tunes of yeah. all time. Um, bad Moon Sass Rising. Copway, sorry, Sass Copway is saying best of Southern Rock is the Allman Brothers. Great show. The Allman Brothers are great. Dwayne Allman done the guitar intro on Laylee. You know where they clapped and yeah. did a little, 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 everyone thinks it's Eric Clapton, not Dwayne Allman. So yeah, Allman yeah. Brothers are quality as well. Right, cool. There you go. I never asked you, have you anything before we go? No, no, I enjoyed that little segue into the old uh, music at the end. Just great chat, you know what I mean? As you said, it's good to have these little chats every now and again. Uh, if it does come to pass, we'll be sad to see Matt Phillips and Jordan Henderson move on from Liverpool. We'll appreciate everything that they've done, but time waits for now, man, and you have to progress, and it's what Liverpool have been guilty of not doing over the last few years. So, you know, so be it. Yeah, let's see what happens. Right, you know, Punchinella. Punchinella, San Francisco. What a pleading song. Um, and if you're into a, a bit of a mad one, um, Wobble You Petal is another absolute belter if you want to tie that in. Wobble You Petal, what a song. Um, right, before we go down some mad fucking weird uh, music wormhole, um, that's it. We're done. 
we're not doing that tomorrow night unless of course fucking Liverpool sell three players we might be back and get a few more opinions of different people we're hoping to be off tomorrow we're definitely off oh no I am. the lads might be doing a great game so that might be Thursday or Friday we'll see what we can sort out with them we'll be back on Sunday um, I have these two quizzes here that I'm trying to get rid of um, trying to get get them in somewhere so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to fit them in but fucking Liverpool news keeps popping yeah. up so we'll see this is the thing now we're in that sort of we're in that the, sweet the spot the dominoes yeah. are starting to fall now and the stuff starting to sort of pick up yeah we're in that sweet spot now so it's hard to get the quizzes in but we will we will um, do it as soon as we possibly can right that's it thanks for being the Keith thanks for being to everyone in the chat hit like on the way out don't be pricks about it hit like on the way out Touch in a bit over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.